Hey everybody, my name is Eric. My name is Takandra, and welcome to Building, Building with, with the Browns. Browns. We are super excited to bring you fresh revelation and perspectives based on our life experiences. Yes, we are all about laying foundational truths regarding marriage, love, faith, family, finances, and more that are built to last. We hope you enjoy Building with the Browns. Welcome back to another episode of Building with the Browns. Welcome back, you guys. Did y'all miss us? I hope so. I missed you. You know, actually, I actually like doing this. Do you really? Is it because you're doing it with me? I listen to the radio so much and listen to other people do it. You so. just totally blew my car. Oh, wait, listening to you? <laughs> no, I said because you're doing it. Anyways, we are excited to be back and to talk about something foundational on today, aren't you? Oh, yeah, that's what building with the Browns is all about. You know, we got to start from the bottom and work our way up. Today's episode, we want to talk about core values and principles that are foundational. Core values are characteristics we commit to as individuals that dictate our behaviors. They shape our vision and they drive us to accomplish goals in life. So let's talk. Wow. There's so many uh, different beliefs that we can, you know, that I could shed light upon but i think one of the the top ones for me is um humility having a humble approach to everything that i do um and that doesn't necessarily mean that i'm not confident or that you know i'm not strong or something like that but um, i find my strength in my humility mm. um, and so one of the scriptures that that kind of comes to mind when i think about that is luke 14 and 11 and it says for those who make themselves great will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be made great and so that's something that I truly believe, like them people that's out there trying to, you know, be big and always be out in front. They always have those humbling moments where it kind of brings them back to earth. And I'm not saying that I haven't had those because yeah, I'm a man and I have an ego. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's another side of me, too, you know, that sometimes like to creep up. But overall, I think having that humble approach, you know, has made me stand out um, in the crowd amongst those who were trying to show off. Absolutely. Know, I agree. Yeah. You are one of the most humble servant leaders that I know. And I noticed that a lot of people are drawn to you because of how humble you are. Now, me, on the other hand, would you say I'm humble? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think you, I think you are. Um, your personality is just very strong um, because you're a vocal person. You know, me more so. I'm kind of like that lion, right? You know it's a lion when you see it. He doesn't have to roar. For right. you to know that he's a lion. That's true. That's absolutely yeah. true. I believe I'm humble, but I'm confident mm -hmm. as well. And sometimes people can mistake my confidence as cockiness. Mm. And it's not that. Um, when you've lived life shrinking back, mm -hmm. you know, and when you learn to walk in your confidence, I think some people don't understand the difference between, you know, you can be, you can be humble and still be confident. So that was number one on my list. So for me, family is very fundamental and important. And I'm the type of person that I'll shut down everything and anything just to make sure that my family is is OK, to make sure we good. And even in my marriage, like I don't care what projects I have going on. I don't care what kind of events. Um, if my home isn't right, right. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I will shut it down. I think that's one of your strengths. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. I hear you all the time when you get on the phone, you know, 
with different clients and different individuals. And, you know, they're always like, oh, where's your husband there? Is your husband there? Because they have an understanding mm-hmm. that family's first and that they don't want to impede on your time. But you do make time for them. And I don't think there's any neglect in the house because there is that healthy balance. It's a healthy balance. It's not something that I've always practiced, though, because mm-hmm. there are times when I have sacrificed our family to do something to help someone else or whatever the case may be. And some people think it's great. And some people, I remember one guy, um, I was working with a friend and (laughs) I was with her in Orlando Mm -hmm. and she was telling the guy, you know, my friend, she, she came all the way up here to help me. Da 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 da. And she left her family back at home. And he was like, great friend, horrible wife. And I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) wait a minute. You don't know me. You know, every move is communicated. Absolutely. And that's what he didn't see. That's Mm -hmm. what he didn't know. But yeah, I had to, I had to have a humble moment. (laughs) Right. Because I was like, bite his head off. Okay. But that's definitely a a first guiding belief for me is my family comes first. What would be your number two core value? I think it's both of ours. Okay. I I really think it's treat people how we really want to be treated. I lead with kindness. Right. And when I say that is, um, I don't try to treat anyone any different. You know, based on color, size, age. Like, I try to treat people the same because I want to be treated, you know, the same way as well. And just being a black guy, you know, in society, there's so many stereotypes out there, right? And so people have their preconceived ideas of who I am or what I am. And so I try to break those barriers down by countering those things with love and kindness because I want that back, you know. And so... That's another guiding belief for me because I've always, I've gotten farther with being kind and just smiling and being nice and just being me. You know, it's not, there's nothing fake or anything like that, but I, I really try to lead with love. Lead with love. So, All right. So what's next on your list? What's next on my list? I would say, and anybody that knows me personally knows like I live by this. Okay. And that would be quality over quantity. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. For example, I prefer quality material that will last versus something that looks good that won't last. So this is a principle that I live by, not just, you know, when it comes to material things, but when I look at friendships, Mm. I want quality friends more than I want a whole bunch of friends. Right. I look at it just just a lot of things in life in general. And so we have a lot of people out here who have a whole lot of quantity Mm -hmm. and no quality. Mm. AKA hoarders, (laughs) (laughs) right? That's the undercover people that just don't know how to throw stuff away because they've bought too much. And so for me, I think we kind of both share is I'd rather spend the money one time than spend it 10 times for the same thing. Right. Right. And so if I, if I got to spend $250 for a light bulb and it's going to last me for two, two years versus buying 250 light bulbs in a two year period. (laughs) Right. I'm going with the, you know, the first option. And so I think that helps us manage. That helps us steward better. And it's not and it's not even about name brand because everybody gets caught up in these brands. Right. Right. Most of these people are using the same materials and they just slapping a name on it. And so whether it's Nike or whether it's, you know, champion, they're using thread. Right. Right. They're using thread. But the name is what carries. So. For us, I think quality, whatever we buy, whether we buy it on sale, but we stick to the quality principle, it takes on our identity. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't think much of ourselves, then we're more quantity than we are quality. But that was real good. 
come on with it. <laughs> but that is, that's so true. Um, you bought me a birthday gift. Mm. What, two years ago, I think it was. You bought me a Michael Kors dress. Now, I'm not huge on brands. Um, if I can find something at a reasonable price and it's a no-name brand or it's not a popular brand, I'm going to get it as right. long as it's great quality. But you bought me a Michael Kors dress for my birthday. And I think you spent like 120 something dollars on it, maybe like that. Something now, like that, yeah. that was the first dress mm-hmm. um, that you bought me. And I was like, why did you spend that much for it? Right? Right. How many times I don't wear that dress? <laughs> I, I wear that dress faithfully. It's It's to the point, guys, that our daughter... It's like, again, mama, you just had that dress on. <laughs> I wear it <laughs> but at least once a week. It still looks brand new. It still looks brand new. And yeah. the point is I get more use mm-hmm. out of something that has quality in it right? versus me buying something cheap right. or not of, you know, not of value. Mm-hmm. And I have to throw it away. Yeah. So yeah. when you invest in quality things mm-hmm. or invest in quality relationships, you're going to appreciate it and value it more because you made an investment in it. Right. What are those things in your life that you really need to look at it from a quality versus a quantity perspective? I guarantee you it'll transform oh, yeah. the way you think, the way you act, mm-hmm. the way you live, the relationships you enter into, all of the above. When you think quality over quantity, mm-hmm. you automatically adapt a less is more mentality. Yeah. And we know for sure God tells us he can do way more. Way more. Way more with less. In our wilderness season, you know, in the last couple of years, yeah. <laughs> we were able to maintain certain things, but we didn't have All a the, lot. Right. You know, no. We didn't have a whole lot. A lot of people didn't know where we were living, how we were living. I didn't have a job for a little while. And, yeah. you, you know, you weren't working for a while. And so God was able to sustain us with what we thought. Was way less. <laughs> right. Way right. less than what we, you know, we currently what we were used yeah, to. Yeah, what right. we were used to. And so um, I think I think sometimes we have to kind of have that, that less is more mentality in every area of our lives. Absolutely. Um, because that keeps your humility in check. So I truly feel like something that we stand on as far as a foundation is um, the belief that we are built to last. And how how can we not think that when we were created by God, you know, who who got it right? You yeah. know, he, he to every detail, every hair on your head, you know, the eyes, everything, every every attribute about us is him. Right. And and so. Having that mentality and knowing that everything that we do is built to last, you get all of those things that we just talked about. Those mm. beliefs, they kind of run right into us being built to last. Our marriage is built to last. Our relationship is built to last. Um, faith is our faith is built to last. Our ministry, everything that we do, we have a built to last approach to it, meaning we're not just building something that's going to you know, be temporarily. Right. We're, not, we're not setting up you know, tents. We're trying to build structures. We're trying to build buildings and things that will last through every season. What we're building in life, we have to make sure that it is built to last because floods are going to come. Rains are going to descend. Winds are going to blow up against that which you're building. And if you're not building on a solid rock, like the scripture says, Mm -hmm. then it'll all fade away. It'll all fade away. So I love built to last. I love that it's not just the name of, of our ministry, 
and, you know, um, our marriage ministry, but it's something that we actually live by. And we can attest to that, like he said, with just our relationship. Right. We've been through so much. Y'all heard the story. You know, we haven't gone into more details, but for us to have been together all these years. Right. Um, 24, over 24 years together, 15 married, we grew up together and we're still together. Right. Like there are so many people mm-hmm. old, much older than us mm-hmm. who it's sad when you see they have built this life together for over 30 something years. And then all of a sudden it's blown away. Mm-hmm. So I always question, well, what was their marriage built on? You know, and that's something that we need to discuss for married people or for those aspiring to be married, you right. know, is knowing what type of core values the person that you're courting or the, that you're interested in. What mm-hmm. core values do you have in common? Right. What foundational stones about them taps into you? Right. That makes you mm-hmm. want to build a life with this person. That's the most important thing with building. The scripture says that you need to count the cost. Count right? the cost. Yeah. So before you even... Think about building something. You need to count the cost. What is it going to cost me to build this? Yeah. What about me? Do I have to let go mm-hmm. in order for this structure to be sound? Not just let go. What do I have to add to? Or, or add to. <laughs> right. But I think the hardest part is letting, letting it go. go. Absolutely. You know, I think for us, you know, like I said, our, our marriage didn't start out on the best of foundations. But because of our values and because we did share some of the same core values and how we were brought up, we had to come to grips with it and say, you know what? As long as the pros outweigh the cons, we're in the right direction because not every piece of wood is going to be good wood. Right. Right. And so have some faulty pieces. Yeah. You'll have some faulty pieces, but you got to be able to recognize it and say, oh, we need to tear that down now Mm -hmm. before we build upon that. Right. and, And keep going. And so, um, I like to say my, I think our marriage has been tornado proof. (laughs) <laughs> fireproof fireproof <laughs> hurricane proof yeah. right flood proof like we all of the all above. of the weather anything you can think of we, and earthquakes our foundation has been shaking and oh, so man. oh my god i mean we can go on and on about that but yeah. um and we know that it can happen again it could because yeah. all of these things are seasonal right but as the storms come if you're stronger right and you've been preparing for those things right and see now they don't catch us by surprise we know exactly how to pinpoint we know where it's coming from and we may not always catch it at the start but we can be like oh you know what this is this ain't even about us right this is spiritual this ain't even a physical you know battle so let's not fight each other but let's fight together our common enemy which is satan who is really trying to draw a divide in, in our marriage absolutely and and i think that that's the key to really embracing built to last you know it's not just a slogan it's it's a way of life for us now it absolutely is i would love to talk more about our core values and what drives and dictates our behaviors Mm -hmm. and actions in life and then there's the topic of what broken beliefs do you have what broken values do you have because those are things that can drive yeah. your life and could also be wounding you mm-hmm. and you may not be aware of it yeah you want to cover a few of those my um, number one that jumped out for me is i'm not good enough oh we can all relate to that Woo. One. i i know i can relate yeah i know i've had i've had more than one moment <laughs> right on many occasions where i've had to you know really catch a hold of myself and say, man, you, you are enough or had to really believe what other people were saying about me because I didn't feel like 
I was enough. Um, I think we always talk about that, you know, about the expectations that we set for each other. And if you don't tell me what they are, you won't know. Then I won't know. <laughs> and so those those, <laughs> those silent expectations right. that you just expect your spouse to know. Well, you got to talk about those things. You got to let me know. Like, if you want me to be Superman, let me know so that way I can go get the right cape. Okay. Because <laughs> if I'm wearing Batman cape, then he's not bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> right Bat- Bat- batman, batman can't no he can't fly batman he's human batman wasn't you said batman wasn't bulletproof he's batman, not bulletproof he, he had to put on a suit if you call batman, oh, batman out himself yes gotcha so that's what i'm saying you got to put on the right cape now ba- batman was rich he had he a lot was. of money and he had a lot of toys yeah right but without those toys he was just a human being but superman, superman my god fly, he was strong yeah so i need batman i'm just playing you got ninja turtle right now <laughs> You got Donatello right now, okay? <laughs> For real. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I relate more to the Ninja Turtles, y'all. But anyway, you are good enough. I just yeah, want you to know so. that. But that is definitely a broken belief. Mm-hmm. It's too late. It's never too late. Yeah. It's never too late to be what you could have been, to do what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's never too late. You know, yeah. you can start now with what you have, mm-hmm. where you are. And what you got what you got shame about principle listen yeah. if you wait for the perfect time then you won't ever plant the seed Definitely. and you'll never reap that harvest either there's a quote that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago mm-hmm. so we always think that there's a right time to yeah. plant a seed <laughs> or to you know give birth to anything yeah god makes everything beautiful in his timing but it shouldn't prevent you from planting the seed. Right. If you don't plant the seed, you won't ever reap a harvest. Mm. There is no fruit without some type of root taking place in the ground. And in order for something to take root, there has to be a seed that's planted. So if you're making small investments, right, over a period of time, before you know it, you'll have exactly what you need. But you can't be afraid to use what you have. So if you have a not enough mentality, then you, you'll always need money. Even if I give you a $2,000 check, you're going to you're gonna blow through that money because you, you're going to be like, this is this is all I have or right. this is still not enough. You or know? you'll hold on to it. Right. And, and won't you use won't it do at anything all. with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because of a, a lack mentality. Oh, yeah. that's a whole nother episode Ooh, yeah. right there. We'll talk about that later. But this was an interesting conversation. Would you think? Oh, yeah. I'm interested to hear some feedback and just to hear what some of you guys core foundational beliefs are in your life. Go ahead and send us an email at b2lmarriages at gmail.com and let us know what you thought about today's episode. In order to change your life, Mm. you have to change the way you think. So the challenge today is to really examine what your core beliefs are that drive you what drives you christian (laughs) what drives you believer what drives you husband what drives you wife what drives you who aspires to have all these things and what are you doing about it or what are you not doing because of a broken belief we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to spending time with you again on building Building with with the the Browns. browns